eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to another edition of Restore the Floor with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney. And Ev, before we get into the uh, draft, which takes place on Thursday, there are a few big names that uh, might be available for, obviously, the league and the Detroit Pistons. And we'll start with the bottom of the barrel, and I don't mean he's a bottom player, but the one who I think has little appeal for the Pistons as of right now where they are in their development, and that is Draymond Green. Draymond uh, opted out of a $27.5 million salary for the final year of his contract. Obviously, he wants a multi-year deal, whether it'll be Golden State, the Lakers, who the hell knows. But uh, Draymond, as much as I love the guy, just doesn't fit into where the Pistons are right now. Maybe in a year or two it would, but not now. Yeah, I mean, you could make a case that you could bring in that veteran presence, but, I mean, all signs indicate that he's going to go back to Golden State. I mean, Mike Dunleavy Jr. talked um, on Monday afternoon. Oh, he was with LeBron in France. I know, I saw that, and he was tweeting at LeBron as well and whatever, but the, the report I saw is he wanted his contract to align with Steph Curry, essentially, so... Who knows? Now, I, I don't think I would bring him to the Pistons. Not with this team. They right. still need a lot more work. Now, if they were one piece away. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, pay him $30 million a year for two years and get it done. But Right. He's 33 years old. He'll be 34 in March. I don't feel like he's 45. <laughs> like, yeah. we've been – but that's probably because we watched him here as a true freshman mm-hmm. and everything. But, yes. I mean, he's one hell of a player, just not for here. Right. Uh, the other player out there is uh, Zion Williamson. And I think you and I are on the same page with the Pistons where they are in their development with the way Monty Williams has a reputation of developing young players. If there was a guy that he might be able to change around, I mean, he, he's a freak. Yes, as uh, a lot of people say, availability is number one, and he has not been available. Injury, other factors, his dissatisfaction of being in New Orleans has something to do with it. But if we believe what, you know, they Pistons would have to give up, which is what, Beef Stew, Bogdanovich, and the fifth pick in the draft, I'd roll the dice. He's still very young, and he's still dominant when he plays. Yeah, he'll be 23 this July. Um, I don't think any Pistons fan should be throwing stones right now because you live in a glass house because your first overall pick has played less games in his first two years than Zion did in his first two. Correct. So think about that for a moment. But when Zion Williamson is on the floor – you can't tell me he's not a top 15 guy in this league. What was it, two years ago he was averaging 30 a game? Well, weren't the Pelicans like the n- number one seed in the West for a while before he, you know, and, laked out or got hurt, whatever you want, 
I don't know think? the situation there in New Orleans. It seemed like it started off right off the rip. Like, is he going to be successful here? Yada, yada. Then they, they tried to put together with Brandon Ingram and the team. They brought in Stan Van Gundy, which I thought was the worst idea you could have done for that young team. And I would, in a heartbeat, there is nobody on this roster that you could say is better than Zion Williamson no. when he's on the floor, period. No. You can love Cade Cunningham all you want, but right now they're the Spider-Man meme pointing at one another because they both can't get on the floor. Right. So you would like to think that this guy who was warming up before, what, the playing game or whatever, doing windmill dunks, he's healthy enough to go, and he said he wasn't going to go until his body told him he was good enough to go, right? So let's hope that's this year. And if the price you have to give up is an unproven at five, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. We don't know what's going to come out of that position. Bogdanovich, who's going to, he's not going to be here long. Right. They're going to trade him anyway. And Isaiah Stewart, he is what he is at this point. He's a good role pl- player. Good player, getting a little better, but you'd give, you'd give him up. And you know what else it would do? The jersey sales would be through the roof. Oh, the buzz. Granted, I mean, he can't wear number one, so he'd have to figure that out a little bit. Um, but, LCA would be packed. I know I would be there. Yeah. In a heartbeat to go watch that team. Absolutely. They'd be fun to watch. Him, Ivy, Cade, Wiseman, just like that. Durin. Yeah, that young core right there. Now you have to put pieces around that, which I think you would have to fill with vets, in my opinion. Right. You still have, if you trade Bogdanovich, you still have Alec Burks coming off the bench. You can shoot. He's a veteran. If you even want to keep Corey Joseph just there for a backup, fine. Sure. But I, I just think that this team is not any position to look at a player with that kind of potential, especially with the guys that Troy Weaver has brought in yes. that haven't lived up to their potential. Right. I, they, they took a waiver on Marvin Bagley, had no idea. And with this coach, if this is, this is the reason you're paying Monty Williams what you're paying him. This is identical to what Troy Weaver does. The only difference is that this guy is way above all the others that he's brought in. No doubt about it. All right, you mentioned uh, the draft. The Pistons are picking fifth. Obviously, the top three, well, Lemignon is definitely going one, and then you figure Scoot uh, and Brandon Miller are going to go two, three, or three, you know, whichever. So uh, we had Rashad Phillips on the show on Tuesday morning, and, of course, former U of D star. Legend. Draft guru, too. I mean, he was a great player here at U of D. People don't realize. When he was playing, so that must have been, what, the late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, he was as close to Allen Iverson at a college level. For me as a high school kid to look up to somebody – he was phenomenal as an under six foot player. Like it's a shame he didn't get a chance in the NBA, but right now, isn't he like a recruiting guru? Yes, absolutely. Draft guru. He's going to be working for, I think Bally's he's going to be at the draft in Brooklyn. He's got a book out uh, basketball position metric. So I asked him about the guys that might be there for the Pistons at five, whether it's the Thompson twins, whether it's Hendricks, Whitmore or Walker, those guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When looking at the roster construction, um, I, I, I really think that uh, either Taylor Hendricks from UCF or Cam Whitmore are the two players that, that really fit the roster. And, and also, you know, given a new coach with Mondi is a, is a developing type of guy, um, a culture builder, uh, I think Cam Whitmore or Taylor Hendricks would be the right choice for, for Detroit. Uh, when you talk about Cam Whitmore out of Villanova, um, there's a, a, a small forward, a kid that plays, um, a gritty style of basketball, and that, that kind of represents the city itself right there. Um, he's explosive in transition. Um, he picks up on things really quick, and, um, you know, he, he's a terrific kid. Uh, when you look at Taylor Hendricks out of UCF, he's a, he's a six foot eight small forward. Um, he does a terrific job of switching out and guarding guys on a perimeter. Um, he can knock down a three-point shot, um, and also he's a really good athlete. So I think both of those guys kind of fit um, the culture that Monty's going to be trying to build there in Detroit. I, I like what, you know, the, the Thompson twins have, I look, they play in the G league, say what you want about the G league. Both of them are supposedly great athletes. You know, the comps that they both have to a weird is like Sean Marion and maybe Iguodala because they both can drive the floor, but they have a really awkward shot. Both of them. Now, you know, amen is more of a point guard than his brother. Uh, they don't excite me that much, but who who knows? It's when you when you draft one of those G League players, you really don't know. Yeah, and and it seems like Whitmore is probably the player that's most ready to play yes. right now. He was in a tough situation at Villanova. He got injured. They had a first year coach uh, who wanted to play his upperclassmen more, just like Jay Wright did before him, mm-hmm. and I, it didn't go great. They didn't make the NCAA tournament. But athletically, he's probably the best of the five. Now, Walker is a really good defensive player. That's the kid from Houston, the correct? Kid from Houston. And he can shoot a little bit. Uh, I, you know, knowing Weaver's mentality, that wouldn't surprise. And also the fact that they need somebody who can defend. Absolutely. I mean, there's no questions asked. Yes. And, and Hendricks, you know, a little laid back, they say, you know, kind of a thin frame for UCF, but he can, he can shoot the lights out. That's what you look for. I mean, this is one draft, and and we're going to have to get used to it, Stoney, with the G League and the Ignite and right. where these kids are going. That, yeah, we don't get to watch them on Tuesday nights, Thursday nights mm-hmm. on ESPN in a great college basketball game. Right. They're hidden on NBA TV at 4 p.m. on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and, like, you have to seek it out to see it. So it's hard for me to evaluate these kids. Obviously, the college kids, I've seen a lot more than the Twins. Yes, but with this team, you're still looking at potential, right? Mm-hmm. You're not looking for a guy that's ready right now. But I, I do think that the pick, if they maintain at five, is going to be Cam Whitmore. Yeah, if he's there. Yeah, exactly. He might, he might be gone before the end of the Thompson Twins. So uh, Houston at four might take him as well. Uh, look, it's almost like the NFL draft. 
to a certain extent. You know it's the Lions actually did this, but usually it's hard. And it's probably harder in the NBA draft, especially this year, to trade down mm-hmm. or even trade out. Now, if they make that trade that we're talking about or any kind of trade, yeah, they would. I wouldn't care if they gave up that fifth pick. Now, there's some local guys involved as well. Uh, talk about the two Michigan guys, uh, Jed Howard and Kobe Bufkin. Uh, here's what uh, Rashad Phillips had to say about them. Yeah, it really becomes it really becomes team fit. Um, Kobe Bufkin is a, a terrific player. He reminds me a lot of uh, D'Angelo Russell when he was coming out of Ohio State. Um, really smooth, left-handed, really good shooter, um, uh, excellent speed, can can play out of the pick and roll. So he he has some value there because he has some offensive tangibles that are really marketable at the NBA level. And when you look at Jet Howard, here's a kid that's a, a six 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 seven small forward. Um, that does a terrific job of getting himself open and can knock down shots. Um, he has an a excellent frame, and obviously the, the, the pro pedigree of his father helps him a lot. Both guys will be first-round picks. Um, I think Kobe Bufkin may come off the board first, um, but it, it also depends on what the team's needs are. Um, so both kids are, are terrific, and uh, I, I like their futures. Where are you on, Jet Howard? I think Jet Howard can shoot the rock. I think Jet Howard didn't necessarily develop his freshman year. He started off hot as could be, like right off the rip, and he just... He got hurt. That hurt. That definitely... It did, but I just never really saw... there. I guess the Iowa game, but they lost on the road. He kind of tried to take over, but you would want to see a kid like that be able to take over. Mm-hmm. Now, the other kid, Kobe Bufkin... Just kept getting better. You, yes, the exact opposite of Howard, in my humble opinion. You saw his progression go straight up, and at the end of the year, he was the one trying to take over games. Right. And I read a scout said what's great about Bufkin is he didn't play a lot his freshman year and didn't pout and transfer. No. He showed a maturity to stay, stick it out and learn. And, you know, halfway through last season, if you would have told me, you know, that Kobe Bufkin would be opting out and, and, and entering the NBA draft, I said, you're crazy. And then as it got even closer to the end, I said, nah, he should probably stay. But yeah, when you, know you saw him, you were like, oh, my God, first off, how old is this kid? It yeah. doesn't look like he's old enough. No. And then, but yeah, you saw that progression almost like, listen, they're a different kind of player, but like mm-hmm. a Cassius Winston. Once he got comfortable and got into his own and confident, right, he became one hell of a player for the Wolverines. And uh, there's another local kid that uh, Rashad Phillips knows quite well because he went to the same school as he did, also a little guy who can light it up and that's Antoine Davis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, when, you know, when we try to put stipulations on players is, 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 is what I, what, what I don't like. I mean, when you look at Antoine Davis, there's nothing about his physical stature that holds him back from being the greatest scorer of our generation, first of all. So when you look at what he brings to the table, he does something that nobody else in the draft can do. And that's put the ball in the basket. When Last time I checked, with basketball, the team with the most points wins. So you always <laughs> got to find a guy that can do that. And there's nobody in the draft that can do that better than him. He's a terrific kid. He's a hard worker. He deserves a shot. No, not only just a shot in this league, he deserves a roster spot in this league for what he's done and what he's capable of doing for an NBA franchise. I mean, Rashad, obviously, you heard him, thinks that there's a place in this league for a guy who can score like he can. I still don't see it. Neither do I. But maybe, you know, listen. I, I just worry about him defending. I don't think he's going to get drafted. He's one of those kids that's going to get taken 
you know, to play on a G League mm-hmm. team and to see what he can do. If he goes out there and he scores 35 a night mm-hmm. with the G League, it's going to be hard for that team to say, you can't play for us. Now, I have a question for you because I know where Antoine Davis goes down in, like, college basketball history. Don't you think, and this is just my era, I'm not talking about before, Rashad still goes down in history above Antoine Davis, don't you think? In my opinion, for lasting memory, I'm going to remember Rashad Phillips more so than Antoine Davis. Yeah, and part of that is because the team he was on was much better than the team Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis, to his credit, basically... He was the team. He was the team, and they had a lot of guys... You know, transfer now. Rashad Phillips, they had a you know a, a pretty good team. Oh yeah, and they won you know and then still play game or two. I mean, they were good. Uh, Perry Watson did a great job with them. Uh, but there are those who believe that Antoine Davis is actually a better scorer than than Rashad Phillips. Probably, but I mean, Rashad Phillips was just that. He was that early two thousands point guard that you saw control the rock, control the offense. I mean, it was a different game. Now, like we talk about it, like you mentioned the NFL draft where you sometimes have to draft at a position of need, right? The NBA, you don't have that anymore. It's no. positionless game. And it's, you, you get know, the best damn player. And the other thing, the NBA draft is becoming more like the NHL and major league baseball draft where you're drafting kids at 18, 19 years old and you hope and you hope, and you have to give them time. We don't give these kids enough time. If they're like a lottery pick, Killian Hayes is a perfect example. You know, Oh, he's a bust right away. Well, he hasn't really gotten that much better, but he obviously proves he can play in the league. Well, and that's my question, right? So if you draft a guy at seven overall and he goes on to have a 15-year career, I think that's a successful draft pick. Yes, because I, there are a lot of guys who won't even play near that much. No, and I'm not saying Killian Hayes is going to go on no. for a decade and a half and no. play in the NBA, but no. he has that potential that he can last and, and be – a backup point guard for a team for years to come. Right. Um, another local kid that he had an opinion on is the enigma, Amani Bates. Um, when you when you look at Amani Bates, uh, this is a kid. Uh, this is a kid again that I talk about that has value in that second round. Um, his ability to score, um, his ability to get his own shot um, and create space and and really make some of the tougher shots. I, I think. What separates NBA players from college players or what separates great players from good players is the ability to make hard shots look normal. And Amani Bates has proven that he can make the difficult shots that um, the Jason Tatums and the Michael Porter Juniors, all these high-level wings, he's proven that he can make those shots. So there is room for him at the NBA level. It's just going to come down to which franchise wants to give him an opportunity to prove his value. Somebody's going to take a chance on him, Ev. And I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Do you really? Yep. I don't. I think based on what you just said, with the with the being able to score in this league, if teams are going to take a chance on Antoine Davis, they one hell are going to take a chance on Amani Bates. If you go look at what he did, like Eastern Sox, right? Yeah. I mean, they've since Earl Boykins, they've not been very good on the basketball floor. He goes out there, and you go look at his game against Michigan or some of these games where, what, he scored like 30-something and a half, and the kid can score. And yes. it's, can you get in between his ears, I think, is the big question. He's not as athletic as he looks, though. No, but he can shoot. Oh, I know. And he can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Now, he's going to get the comps of Kevin Durant, right, because he's long and lanky, and he, and he shoots the basketball just free will and just yaks it. And – I think he's going to be at the end of that first round. I think a team is going to look to grab him. If not, you're going to see him at the top of the second round like Deontay Davis, and a team will still give him that guaranteed money. Yeah. 
that was a major mistake he made. Not financially, but he should. No, yeah, to leave. I mean, I don't. Is he still in the G League or something? I, I have no. I have, I have no idea. All right, uh, Friday we will have uh, all the draft stuff here on Restore the Floor, and hopefully we're just talking about a trade. Yeah. I kind, I kind of really am hoping for Zion Williamson. Uh, I know it's a pipe dream. I know. But, God, that would be exciting. And don't, and don't say this is like Blake Griffin. It's not even close. No, he's 22 years old. Yeah, he'll be 23 next month. I mean, that is a young man that's still developing. I mean, <laughs> I would be excited and, and thrilled to get him. Absolutely. All right. Restore the floor. We'll be back on Friday. Uh, have a wonderful day.